Quest Gaming Podcast presents Skyrim Off the Record. everybody, welcome back to Skyrim Off the Record for episode 6. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your first chair host. I have a big number one on the back of my chair because it just makes me feel special. And joining me, who has a big old tattoo of a number two strapped to his forehead, is Mr. Evarwin. Hello, hello chat room, hello Joe, hello Lou. I'm Mr. Number Two. Doesn't that kind of make <laughs> you feel like either something from out of Doctor Seuss, or yeah, Doctor Seuss, or um, or the, like the Kids Next Door, or not the Kids Next Door, but uh, one of those little code name Kids Next Door. Yeah, codename Kid Next Door. Yeah, I'll be Number Two. This is my guy, Number <laughs> hey, Two. Number Two. Number Two. <laughs> and <laughs> Number Three. <laughs> or it could be like Star Trek. Be like uh, Make It So, Number Two. Make It So. Yeah. <laughs> Wax my head, Number Two. Okay. <laughs> and number office. three is Louis Olan. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Joe. Morning, Varwin. Oh. Morning, chat room. Hope everyone's having a good day. We have a full chat room today. It's exciting. And, oh, yeah. mistress, before the show, we previewed a new bumper for our new show. Time will set Skyrim off the record. <laughs> uh, Star Wars off the record. Surprise, surprise on that name, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is coming soon. We are going to be recording episode one Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on January 20th. So nine days from the time of this recording. We are excited to get it going for you guys. We have everything rolling very, very smoothly with it and are almost 100% ready to do it. Oh, yeah. Totally stoked about this. This yes, is our... Great. Joe, this is going to be our third show that we've launched together, and yes. I, I think the third time out now, I think we've got this to the point where, you know, like this, I think this is like the smoothest, fastest launch we've done so far. It really has been. I don't know about you, I've been busting my butt on this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, without a doubt, but <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> well, yeah. I, I redesigned the complete... I, I basically designed a new way of doing audio for this new show. Something that's from everything that I've seen and heard, no other podcast has done yet. So we're excited to launch that for you guys. It's a, it's an interesting sound. I think I think you guys will love it. I really hope so. Um, also, we're looking for emails for our first episode, and the email for that is Star Wars Off the Record at uh, gmail.com. If you guys want to email us in, if you're playing that game. So it would be really helpful for us. Uh, Yvarwin, got anything to say? Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I want to tell everyone out there that, that um, you know, this show is for you guys. You know, the same way that we, we put up our Skyrim off the record show, um, where, you know, we go into, a, you know, our game. But, you know, towards the end of the show, it gets lengthy because it's it's all of your input. We're going to do the same thing with Star Wars for the most part. Um, 
we're, we're making the show based on your feedback. Originally, like we've said before, we didn't want to even get into this market. Um, but we think after thinking very critically about it and Joe coming up with, you know, a way to format the show that is not really being done yet out there. Um, we think we've got something special and we're going to format it and bring it to you guys in a way that I don't think is being served right now. So we're really stoked about it. It's definitely for you guys. The more input you give us, the better the show is going to be. So, um, you know, hit us up, give us a shout, and uh, you're only going to make help us make this show better. Yes, sir. All right. We are going to get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Our Skyrim mm. adventures. <laughs> Still looking for that peg like pirate. <laughs> He's out there somewhere. He's got to be there somewhere. somewhere. I will find him <laughs> soon. I mean, I heard him on last week's episode. I mean, somewhere. You know what would be great, Joe? What's that? I think it would be awesome. Here's here's my my download content feature for the week. Okay. Okay. I think Bethesda should put in a uh, a headpiece in the game, and it's a eye patch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think. <laughs> And I think they should call it the the Joe Wilson eye patch, and it gives you plus ten to speechcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, Bethesda, yes. we want it. Um, <laughs> that would make so. me feel so special. <laughs> yeah, there are pirates in the game, but they're not the pirates we're looking for. You are not the pirates we're looking for. Anyway. <laughs> Who said uh, Someone in the Maximus? chat room did. I think it was Maximus. Maximus? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I want more pirates. I want more. I want the whole deal. I want to be able to play as a pirate, you know? Yeah. Our Lewis, how was your play this week? Oh, pretty good. I actually went back on. actually played in my alts mostly. So my little mage and my little thief are finally at a decent level. However, I did have to uh, pretty much run like blazes to get them to the appropriate places <laughs> like the mage college <laughs> and the thieves guild oh. um i hate ice trolls sorry <laughs> giants with a passion oh i love Especially that level oh, oh yeah no. that level run run <laughs> like, oh oh this is going to hurt you know i'm just gonna die here why bother me? no i'll just go i'm just gonna die tired i'll just take it right here <laughs> <laughs> just kill me on the road thank you but uh, yeah, I'm getting psyched out. I mean, I'm, I think I'll uh, probably put my other Nord character, my main one, on hold for a bit because, uh, again, I just got to the Mage College and I just started doing the the quests there. So I'm really getting into it, you know. And not swinging a weapon and just using pure pure casting, I'm beginning to like it. You know, it's nice. something different. Yeah, and it's like, you know, what? I'm gonna fry you right here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! You know, a lot of our <laughs> listeners, little... a lot of our listeners wrote in actually about using water when you have a giant or a troll or something like that that is going to, um, you know, knock you into the next century. I guess most of them don't like water and won't go in it. Yeah, I don't know if that's intended in the game or if it's an oversight, but I was really surprised to hear that because I, you're right. Like <laughs> we got a couple of emails like, "Oh, don't worry about them. Just go in the water. No problem." <laughs> <laughs> They don't like being clean. That's why they stay away from it. They'll drink it. <laughs> get, get inside it? No. My, like a no. big kitty cat. 
My exactly. I would try this out, and they would just come right in after me anyway. So they came huh. after you anyway? No, I'm just saying I would try it out, and my luck would happen. They would probably would. <laughs> oh, okay. Like a like a like a pre Burning Crusade mob in Warcraft that bugged out. <laughs> I, I would glitch glitch him. I would glitch over glitch him, and he would come in anyway. And play four with my head. Yeah. So I have a good story about that anyway. Anyway, Lou, you were saying. Oh yeah, so I started uh, undergoing the, the the quest and stories over there in the Mage College. I'm looking forward to to completing it and getting more spells. Oh man, the Mage I College do. is pretty tight. Yeah. How far did you get in? Um, let's see. I actually got to the point where I'm actually in. They introduced me or showed me to the quarters, so I'm at that point right now. So you're in the starting portion, right? Yeah. 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 I just got there because, uh, again, deal with some frustration actually getting there in one piece. <laughs> I, I got to admit, though, it is one of the cooler quests in the game. Questions. Yeah, yeah I, I, I enjoyed it in my other character. So now so, playing on a pure age perspective should be cool. So you already know that there's going to be some points where you're going to have to wait level up before you go any further on it? Oh, yeah. Cool. But yeah. you know what I mean? I'll probably just do it anyway. No, <laughs> 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 uh, that's your bar win. I want to just try it anyway. <laughs> I'm only, see it. I'm only 15 levels below everything. I'm gonna give it a shot. I could, I could do it. That's the worst I could have. Oh, die over and over again, much to the frustration of everyone watching. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be smart about it. Um, I remember I got probably about three quarters of the way through that on my 360 when I, uh, I, I left the 360 and got the game on on PC, and I haven't been back since. But I remember thinking like, wow, this. This quest line is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It seems so like mundane when you walk in there and you're like, "Oh, okay, great, yeah, wonderful." Uh, rep uh, with mages, you know? Nah, not just rep with mages, dude. Like, yes, just rep with mages, but like, it's it's cooler than that. It's not like a an MMO grindy rep thing. It's 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 nice. It's a cool story. I liked it. Yeah. Of course, I finished it not as a mage, so I had to be very creative in the last little uh, dungeon you have to go through. Oh yeah. I, I remember you telling me that. Creative about that. If you're not a mage, you're going to have a hard time in there. Yeah. What, uh, Lou? What uh, character are you you doing it on? My mage. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done anything with with my main character, um, the dual wielding Nord. No, I haven't. I finished that quest around, but I haven't done anything else along with the mage line with that one. So with this one, that's the one I, I'm purely going down the, uh, you know, light armor wearing, you know, cloth. And uh, just pure magic. I'm going to try and keep it that way at least, you know, just just to have that kind of experience and yeah. play through it that way. Is there a way to block when you when you're when you're dual wielding? Um, a dual wielding sword, so, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you probably go through the animation, but I don't think I don't think you get any benefits from it because you have nothing to really block or, or parry with. Yeah. Well, if you're using magic, the only way you can parry is with a spell, the warding spells. Yeah, that's about it. Hmm. I don't know. I have to Otherwise, look just sit there and take the punishment <laughs> and run away. Okay, yeah, chat room saying no, nope, no, no, and all that. So there's, away, there's no way to... Because I just... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Put that one back! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. I, I didn't know there was a band worse than Ace of Base in the 90s, but it surfaced. <laughs> We found it, folks. <laughs> and sadly, I know Just... the name, too. It's the real McCoy. Oh! Oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Where were we at before I rudely interrupted everybody? Uh, Lou's, uh, 
lose lose playthrough right for the week. Yeah. Yep, I got that one through, and then I just started uh, again with that storyline there at the Mage College, and then I switched over to my thief because I wanted to get that one at least to the city where the thieves guild is and start that storyline there as well. And uh, right now I just got the intro. Um, I think where you have to um, frame that other frame that Khajiit that's in the in a little town square. So I'm on that part right now. Oh yeah, you got to uh, yeah. That guy comes up to you in the middle of the town square and he goes, "Oh, do this thing right over here, and you know, then I'll let you in." Exactly. Then I'll then I'll you know then I'll talk to you and then maybe I'll point you the way. Yeah. To this guild, that sort of thing. Yes, so I'm doing I, that right now. I totally screwed that up. I I had the skill to do it, and as I'm in the, <laughs> I, I had <laughs> I'm such an idiot. <laughs> okay. Of course, of course, like I had the skill to do it, and I could have pulled it off had I not been directly in front of a guard who was staring at me. <laughs> Hi there. So that oh. really failed. <laughs> so uh, what you doing there, buddy? Yeah, pretty much. So I'm like, oh, uh, here so, you go. Uh, so, sir, what are you doing in this area? <laughs> yeah. Please move along. Exactly. And we're trying hard not to spoil it for anybody. So if you haven't been to the, to, was it Marketh, right? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes, no? No, maybe. I'm, I'm completely lost right now. I don't know what happened right yeah, there. Yeah. Brain cramping. <laughs> I think I just pulled a, a Varwin. Did you? Yeah. Brain, I just brain's blanked. not working? I blanked out right there. That was weird. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, it happens. I hate that. I'm totally in show mode right now, and I heard you guys talking. I was getting into it, and then just went, what? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like if your brain was hooked up to an EKG, that's the flat line. <laughs> <laughs> Can the EKG go into the negative? I don't know. <laughs> Can it go both lines? Oh, Lord. <laughs> All the way in right there. This is a fun show. We're having, good, we're having a good time today, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Some of those grown quality jokes for everybody. Alrighty, you guys were saying, please go. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was my 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 thing about about what Lou's doing. So we're uh, we're trying not to throw out those spoilers out there. So exactly, so I don't say too much about it. But I don't want to say too much either. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, I just ruined the story for somebody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be that guy. <laughs> Did you notice any backwards flying dragons when you were in that town? Because I heard that's where it was occurring the most. Actually, I haven't seen any. <laughs> I haven't seen any going around yet. I can picture Lou with like a with a camera around his neck, you know, and those really knee high socks and shorts on, looking around the skies. Knee high socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 your typical tourist type look. <laughs> knee high socks with the sandals on. The sink on the nose. On, exactly. The, the, this, yeah. Right. So basically, my dad when he went to Italy. All <laughs> 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 oh, those pictures are great. <laughs> All right, Skyrim. Yes, Barwin. Yes. Uh, I had a very, very frustrating week with my playthrough. Oh, do tell. Uh, yeah, like two weeks in a row, kind of a downer. Um, first of all, I didn't have any time for the live stream because I, you know, I like to do the live stream every week. I didn't have time this week. It, it really, I was looking forward to it, and then like a couple of personal things popped up, and I was like, you know what, this, this is a lot more important, and so I should have tweeted that. You know, I wasn't going to do it, but I got so caught up with with work and then putting the uh, the Star Wars show together and then some personal matters that cropped up. I totally forgot to tweet out that I wasn't going to do the live stream. So I'm sorry for those of you who may have noticed. I apologize. Um, I don't think too many of you did notice. So (laughs) so it's it's no big deal. (laughs) 
But in any event, <laughs> um, so I got my my main Nord up to Mistress Noticed. Uh, thank you for thank you for uh, pandering me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, I got my main Nord um, to the. Uh, how do I say this? Because I don't want to spoil it. Uh, most important dragon fight. Dragon. Big Kahuna type dragon, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right, so let me let me put it to you this way. Okay, you remember I said Alduin's wall? Oh, I got it. Alduin's wall last week. I was there. Mm-hmm. All right, I went and got toward the end of that quest where I had to do that big major fight. And um, I saw what you were saying about the, the whole time, back in time thing. Yep. Very cool. I enjoyed it. I wish it was a little bit different, though. Like, I wasn't totally satisfied with how they did it, believe it or not. There's actually another quest where you drink a potion to go back in time for a brief period. Really? Yeah. What it does is it takes you, it takes your soul, puts it into a body in the past, and you're walking around as this character from the past. You're you're controlling him. You're running with him, but you're you took over his body in the past for a brief period of time. It was actually really cool. It's in a side quest in one of the towns in the north, all oh. about having bad dreams. So a little hint to you guys who have maybe seen it. Yeah, oh, I'll have to check that out for sure. That's that's definitely cool. Yeah, so there's definitely ways they can do that whole going back in time thing if they yeah. want to add that in DLC. That's definitely there. Stags Stags in the chat room saying Dawnstar. Yes, thank you, Dawnstar. Okay. I was yeah. trying not um, to get too direct with it, but thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I got up to that part where everything got all combat-like, and I had to do the do the fight. And then the the damn mob that I had to fight, I, it bugged out in some way where I go to hit him, and I can't I can't actually damage him with my main weapon. Really, really weird. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've I've rolled back my save. I um, tried many different ways of attacking. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to do. So I just basically said, it, I guess it's bugged. And I got so frustrated with it, I just I made another tune. And um, I didn't delete that save file yet because you know there's a lot I can still do. Um, in 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 that playthrough, um, it just kind of stinks that you know it it feels like that that the end of the the you know uh, primary storyline quest is just bugged out for me, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to complete it or not. I don't know so. if I think I ran into that same problem. It's when you're on top of the mountain, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not really a bug, I don't think. I think there's. I think you have to wait for the other key dragon to do to say something. I think you need to go over to him. No, I, I, yeah, I did that. I think you have to do it more than once. Oh, well, we, we'll talk after this. Yeah, we'll talk after this. Get it worked out for I, you. Yeah, I hope if I hope it's me doing something wrong because if I'm just being like you know a, a stunted butthead about it, then great because I can't wait to get through this thing. <laughs> <laughs> But in in my in my uh, you know frustration, I created another character, who's a uh, a dual wielding uh, Khajiit, uh, very thief like. I'm going thief uh, mainly with him, so lots of sneaking, lots of bow skill, dual wielding a uh, sword and axe to give a little variety. And then I want to get into restoration magic just to kind of top me off. Oh, I love that. 
actually yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people don't realize that's going to actually be a net, another tip today now that you reminded me thing thank you you're welcome <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll talk about that later um and then oh the the other thing i wanted to mention was i i did something unique i'm actually playing the game as intended <laughs> <laughs> so instead of you know uh when you get out of uh helgen and running off in a, in a direction all by yourself i'm i went to riverwood i went directly to the quest uh that i i was supposed to go and started picking up quests there. I did the Dragon Claw quest, went straight over to um, uh, the Barrow Downs, I believe it's what it's called. Cleared that whole thing. And I got to say, like, you know, the, the path that Bethesda has planned out for you, if you so choose to do it, is uh, very organized. And it's a heck, heck of a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm, I'm really enjoying the, the play-up switch that, um, that I went through. Nice. Oh. Yeah, it's always yeah. fun to go back and and um and play new characters or re-experience the game. It, it adds a different element every time you do a new a new character or a new way of playing it. Mhm. Yeah. Um anything else, sir? No, that's that's basically it. You know, that that takes me up to, you know, pretty much yesterday, so. Well, like usual, I have a lot to say. Oh, so let's get into it. Like usual. So, we had I mentioned last week on the show that I needed a Daedra heart. And I couldn't find one. Well, I think I got maybe 160 different ways of doing it <laughs> from different <laughs> listeners. Um, which is, thank you everybody for that, by the way. I really enjoyed it. Some of the different ways were were cool. Other ways were like, uh, yeah, it'd be just better for me to ro- roam around the world aimlessly until I found one type, instead of doing it that way. But... Um, yeah, everybody had a lot of great ways of getting it, but what eventually happens, so I'm going to just say, suck it, all of you, is... <laughs> I, I love you all, seriously. Um, all I did is I logged back into my game, like, right the day after. I went in, and I was already in, in front of one of the potion shops. There was one in Solitude that I had already robbed blind. <laughs> and I waited tw- 48 hours. I sat there and just waited 48 hours. Went back in there, and sure enough, right there, Daedra Heart. Right on the counter. Right there. Right there. <laughs> I picked sorry, it up and ran. <laughs> <laughs> Mine! Hey, come back here with that! We Mine! Wow, it's gone already. He purchased it. Look at that. <laughs> just, just, like, take it and throw coins at her and run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> So I got now that. the rest of Tamriel has been spared <laughs> his thieving ways. So I, Damn you, potion store. <laughs> I got the Daedra Heart. So I went down to... I, apparently, every one of the shops, they restock every 48 hours. So, And every one of the potion shops in Skyrim has a chance of having up to two Daedra Hearts. Which is actually one of the tips that one of the listeners did bring uh, mention up to me. And I, I really appreciate that. I can't think of your name right now. I apologize. But whoever you are, mystery... Mystery person of awesomeness. Thank you. Um, <laughs> All so, the potion shops in Skyrim, thank you as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they got robbed less. I was having too much fun robbing them. I, I was thinking, you know, why why buy something? I just go through something and just rob them blind and no big deal. No one's the wiser. They'll restock in, two, in 48 hours. Who cares? Um, <laughs> so they I, won't miss. I went and returned in the, the Daedra Heart and the Troll Fat. 
and I had to go in and, and kill some giants. Now, giants are weaklings to me now for some reason. I am level 20. I was at that, at that time I was level 29, almost 30. And they were stomping on me and taking maybe a quarter of my health at, at the most. I'd beat on them a couple of times. They would fall over and kill them. Big deal. Done. Yeah, I am that awesome. Uh, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I, I would feel awesome if I died a lot less. But for some reason, giants and me, yeah, we get along. I digress. So I went into this cave. And this is the interesting... Like an old dem- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no. I'm not finishing that thought. It's just horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not. So I went in this cave, and I had to wind up killing a humanoid character, okay? Well, I hit him once, and he went down on all fours. You know when you get him down to, like, a, a really sliver of a life? And they're on all fours yeah. on the ground? Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't know if it was a glitch in the game. No, not going kinky with this, I promise. <laughs> I can um, just see where this is going. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm wielding this giant two-hand sword, right? And yeah. I don't know if it glitched out or what, but it did one of those finishing animations. But it was like my guy literally did a perfect golf swing. <laughs> right up, complete follow through. The head was gone. Oh, look at that eagle. That's awesome. <laughs> I looked all over this cavern. It was a pretty good sized cavern. All over the cavern for his head. I couldn't find it. I looked all over. I, thought that maybe, I looked even for a splatter spot on the wall somewhere. Find yeah. it. Jesus There's a sharp no head on the ground. <laughs> like a every trophy. Damn it. Swing. <laughs> It even went behind my character when it happened. The whole, you know, it goes outside of your character when you do these animations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I play um, first person, so it would perfect right behind his back. I, I could just picture some golf announcers, and he's everyone's quiet as he goes back <laughs> swing. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> right. Every every week, Joe. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're no longer Joe the Widget Wilson. You are now Joe the Slaughterer of Lambs, Wilson. <laughs> I don't know why, but it cracked me up. Well, and the, the ironic thing is, is I can still loot his helm. Get <laughs> that. Oh yeah, I have noticed that. Like if you if there's if there's like a body part on the ground, you can't find the body. Because <laughs> you can find all the gold and everything else yeah, on it. Still, so. yeah, there's like a hand on the ground. You're like, oh look, he's got you know gold arrows. He's got a dagger, or a sword, and a full suit of armor. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I can find his helmet, but I can't find his head. Hmm. Can't find the head. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then I went back to uh, and I went to all different towns and just bought a whole bunch of iron and apparently a great way of leveling um, blacksmithing because I had it in my head the whole MMO way of looking at trade skills where you know the early stuff that you can make is no longer valid after for a certain level you can't you know skill up right. from it anymore. I yeah. was right. You can make simple leather bracers with one leather and one leather strap and level up almost more than anything else. So if you go really? kill a bunch of bears and, and different things in the wild, you come back and you make just a whole bunch of bracers, you can level up like mad, like crazy. And the leather from the um, blacksmithing vendors is cheap. Normally they have about 20 leather on them, in yeah. right. what I've seen, for about 100 gold. No big deal. Huh. And I was leveling that up like crazy, and I got to 85 in my in my uh, smithing last night, and I got ebony, and I've been saving up. I've been buying those ebony ignits everywhere I could find them. 
So mm-hmm. I was able to buy, I was able to make my full suit of ebony armor, and then I had a, a blacksmithing, a drought of blacksmithing, so which increases my level of improvement. And I put uh, legendary, I did not legendary. I put um, uh, what was it? Yeah, legendary, which is the top level of improvement on all of my ebony armor, and it's actually stronger than dragon armor right now. The e- the ebony. Mm-hmm. My ebony armor at legendary level is stronger than dragon armor without improvement. Wow. Wow. And he wow. looks sexy. <laughs> He's sexy back this one, man. He's oh. like this shiny, like, dark knight with a huge two-hand mace, which I got from my little Deja quest. I'm not going to try to pronounce the name of this thing. It's like, well, I'm going to try to anyway. Volin Drungend. I, before the show, I practiced trying saying this, guys. I did. And I still can't get it. Voldrungend. Voldrungend? Voldrungend? It's like a two-hand mace. It's a Daedric weapon that has a 50 stamina absorption on it. So I'm sitting literally nonstop doing power swings, and it's not affecting my stamina most of the time. Yeah. It's a chance on hit type of thing. But yeah, that thing is nice with an ebony armor. I feel like I'm a walking tank. Walk up to a dragon, just slap in the face, and he's dead. (laughs) Or like a last week, they start yiping and running away. I walk into a town; they're all just like shaking behind doors. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah, we Ma- got him. It's Rogart. It's Rogart. Maximus in the chat room is saying to save your leather bracers for enchanting to raise that skill too, and then sell them. Oh my gosh! I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's oh, that's legit. yeah, it's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had like forty Chance. of them last night. And I sold them for a gold apiece. Oh, Maximus, I hate you right now. Maximus, where were you 15 <laughs> hours ago? Ah, <laughs> oh, talk about taking an, an arrow to the foot. Yeah, lately. Well, my problem with enchanting is I'm having a hard time finding enough uh, soul gems. I've been buying up all the, the weaker ones I could find, but still, no level of enchanting. You need hundreds of those things. Isn't there a way? Um, I think in the in one of the magic trees where you create a soul gem by killing a mob in some way. No, like, I think you. No, you it, fill it, them. that's just filling them. Yeah, you have to have the soul gems on you already, and then when the spell's active, if you kill an opponent, yeah, then it fills it up. Okay. But you can't create them out of nothingness. That, that's a drawback. Mm. I know. Of, uh, I know you can go into um, what's that cave that we love of Arwen. <laughs> Um, what? <laughs> that, that really awesome cave where you go for the Elder Scroll. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blackreach. In there, you can mine soul gems. I've done that a few times. Really? Yeah. There's soul gems that you can mine in there? I didn't know that. Yep. Huh. They're all over the place down there. Hey, it's nice to know that this guy right over here has got all the info, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I, I said it before he did this time, okay? I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm like constantly surprised at how much I do not know. <laughs> I've got like, I've got like 53 hours in the game, and I'm like, well, I don't know that. <laughs> I have 153. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the geode veins is what they are. Um, oh, geode veins. Yeah. Oh, that's what they do. I should even probably though, carry a pickaxe. Even though I just saw that Vector said that the same thing in the chat room, and it, I really didn't use what he said. I'm still giving credit, Vector. That goes to you, man. Um, <laughs> So that was been my interesting way of playing lately. Uh, 
I've been also I've been going around and doing finding dragon nests the right way by exploring, by walking around, riding a horsey. No <laughs> um, and going around and finding them that way. But I've also been finding a whole bunch of caves. I've been clearing out a whole bunch of little caves I've never seen before. Actually, some really cool stuff that I didn't know existed. So I've got like all along the mountain caves, mountainside, like a quarter of the map already. I have every single little cave or house or anything on the map that you can find along that. So it's like this, this solid trail of things on the map <laughs> that I found just doing that. Did you encounter the uh, the headless guy? No. Hmm. Whereabouts? Uh, he is a. If I'm getting this right, uh, he's a rare spawn that just like pops up and you see a headless a headless horseman and he just runs past you there's nothing you could do with him i don't think i i haven't i haven't heard anything that you know he's a quest giver or you, you return a quest to him or if you can even catch up with him but yeah like jb in the chat room says he's just an easter egg jb did you did you encounter this guy at all well i'm not gonna oh. sit here and, and wait the 10 seconds for him to respond no. so yeah no <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, apparently there's there's you know this guy and yeah okay so he did, um, yeah he, so I was wondering if maybe you encountered him. I have not seen him. No. I've seen a couple of cool random things all over the place. I mean some really weird things. That's for another show. Um, because I can't remember him right now. We have tips like usual. <laughs> my first tip for everybody is I ran into this for a while on my first playthrough and I kept picking up everything that I could come across, and getting overweight and then selling it for just a fraction of what I could have gotten. One of the things I recommend that everyone does is to look at the value of an item before you pick it up. Okay, If it's not more than 500 on what it shows you, which means you'll probably get about 100 for it from a vendor, unless you have really high speechcraft, don't pick it up. If it's not worth the weight, don't bother with it. Unless you need it for, you know, you know crafting or whatever, but and just pick up things that are at a high value. That way, a lot of times you get these the jewelry. For instance, I found a gold diamond necklace worth eighteen hundred from stealing it out of a, a cupboard. But anyway, little <laughs> things like that that don't weigh much, you can <laughs> maximize your weight in a big way. So go around and look at what they're dropping. Don't pick up all the armor you can find to make them nude or whatever. Just look at the value. And if it's something that's worth a lot, pick it up and keep it. That way you have you get more money for what you're carrying. Because not all of us are going to be constantly running back to a town every you know few minutes to sell everything that we have. And then go back out to where we're at, go back in the tunnel, and it doesn't make any sense. So what, just pick up all the things that are high value and then go from there. And, you know, that, that kind of works for all Bethesda games too. Because I, I remember doing this in uh, Fallout New Vegas, and it, it worked beautifully. And one of the little hidden secrets that most people do not know, I'm sure everyone, you know, all the pros in our chat room know this, but pick up scrolls, spell scrolls. Normally, most people just bypass them because they're well, mostly worthless. Pick them up because most of them are worth a thousand gold. A thousand. Huh. So if you pick those up and you can take them to a vendor, you get 500 gold a pop for them. Why not? Yeah. That's the way to make a lot of money. And there's scrolls all over the place. And they're pretty much weightless too, aren't they? Like zero point yeah. one. Yeah, weight? you can carry a ton of them and not feel the effect. So. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. I have a thousand two hundred and ten lockpicks as of last night. 
<laughs> and they weigh nothing. Yeah. Wow. What's in that bag? You don't want to know. So I had this weird idea about, um, I found a master lock. <laughs> right. He uses them to find things. <laughs> I found that are uh, locked. I found a master lock, and I was thinking, I was thinking, you know what? I, I'm going to try to not unlock this. I have over a thousand lock picks, so I'm not going to unlock it at all because every time you break a pick, you level lock picking. So I, right away, I found out where the sweet spot was. So I went to the complete opposite side of the lock and just broke pick after pick after pick after pick after pick. I went up uh, eleven levels in lock picking. Oh, wow! <laughs> just doing that, and that was a master lock, you said. Yeah. So, like, if you, you if you unlocked it, it would have been a one shot deal. But since you you know used up all those picks, you ended up leveling up your your lock picking skill. Yes. Wow. Every time you break a lock, <laughs> level up your lock picking. You know, I'm gonna have to try that now, my thief. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Someone in the chat room asked where you you how you make lock picks. There is a lock picking mod for PCs. How to make lock picks? Do not get the one that is lock pick pro because that one's a cheat. Um, I forgot the name of the actual lockpicking one. It was in one of our, I believe, our episode one. Actually, we brought it up. Yeah, Vector, you should listen to episode one. And same. tip one point five from me <laughs> is about healing. Uh, most people don't like going through that healing tree. The here's what I've done that works really, really well. I've put two points into the healing tree. That's it. What I do is on my number three on my keyboard, I have a hotkey. I dual wield my healing spell. And I have enough to where I have 50% bonus increase to my healing, and it, and it takes 50% less man, uh, mana to use it. Those are the two I put it into. If I'm fighting something, all I have to do is switch to my healing, run for literally three seconds while casting this heal. I'm fully healed from practically nothing. Wow. Pull my nice. sword out, right back down on him. It's that easy. I highly recommend doing that. Just spending a couple of points in the healing tree, dual wielding a healing spell on yourself, and you will be insanely unstoppable at that point and um you know, uh, yeah. joe uh joe the slaughterer of lambs wilson is a, <laughs> is a pretty smart gamer <laughs> i like it he'll, he'll take off orphanage mage and heads they call and heal at the same time they call me sol <laughs> SOL. <laughs> Here comes the SOL. We're showing a look. Ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So I went around doing the dragons the right way. A listener yeah. sent in a tip for doing it the wrong way. <laughs> the cheating way. But actually, they're, they're really good tips. So I'm. It's not that much of a cheat. It's just no. kind of like a little hidden thing that you know people. It's not a about. cheat. I'm just harping on the guy for fun. He's a good guy. <laughs> really good emails, actually. Really good emails. Yeah. Uh, Proximo wrote in these tips for us about learning dragon shout locations. He said, the one way of doing it is to pick a non-harming shout, go into any city, any major city, and just shout. Eventually, the guards will get frustrated and you're asked to stop. When that happens, a courier will come to you with a letter from a friend. The letter will ask you to investigate a power located on the map, and it will give you, it'll put it on the map for you. You go to there, at the end of it, there'll be a dragon shout there. Awesome tip. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I, I foresee don't use shouts shouting many times because you'll have the entire town on your butt in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah. He didn't he mention like the whirlwind uh, run? Well, France a good one. Yes, that's a really good yeah. one. 
I wonder how many times you got to do that, though. Like, if I'm going to be standing in town for like, you know, 15 to 20 minutes just shouting, waiting for this courier to come up to me, you know, I may yeah, not want to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, that's 15, 20 minutes. I could be off questing somewhere else. Another way right. to do it, which this one works really well, is when you do the, the primary quest for the Greybeards, when you do the Greybeard mm-hmm. portion, um, there's a point where you have to go and retrieve an item for them. After you retrieve this item, after you finish their little final trial, you can go to um, Angier, A-N-G-I-E-R, or something on those lines, and talk to him, and you can ask him where about the locations of Wars of Power, and he will mark a map on where they are for you, one at a time. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So there is another way of doing it. Thank you very much for your tips. Um, Proximo, I didn't want to use your, your real name, so... I didn't, we didn't ask for permission to do so. We thank you very much for your email, man. It was quite awesome, and we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Um, we have a new segment today. Do you want to explain we this, do. Darwin? Absolutely. Um, with with our podcast, we like to get really creative as, as often as we possibly can, and we've been feeling like the idea that having a uh, segments that we can revolve in and revolve out would really keep the show fresh and vibrant. And this week um, was the perfect week to actually institute some of that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Mrs. Laboo again. Ah, that woman. I'm banning her from chat. What? <laughs> what? What's going the on? Storm shout? Yeah. <laughs> she said, let's <laughs> not summon X-Men or X-Woman. Sad. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. <clears throat> yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Navarro, and you were saying? Uh, no, it's okay. Um, I don't even remember. But, um, so yeah. I'm totally derailed now. <laughs> talking about the better bear? <laughs> totally derailed. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, but basically what we wanted to do is uh, we always have a news segment for the show, the Tamriel Times. Unfortunately... There's no news. Nothing's going on. There's a couple of things in the community that we could talk about, but it's music related. And quite honestly, we haven't, you know, no one got back to us if we could feature them and feature their music um, for this, for the, for that particular segment. So we didn't have any news to bring you. So we thought this would be a great time to actually open up some more dialogue with the listeners. And we created a new segment for the show. That's uh, going to be a um, a roundtable segment, and we called it the Bannered Mayor. Welcome to the Bannered Mayor. What can I get you? And we are in the Bannered Mare, and we decided to bring in one of our listeners into this discussion today. I am. I would like to welcome Vector. Hello, hello, welcome, sir. Welcome to the show. You ready to do this? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So we have a question from Fred that we chose. Um, guys, please, if you want to write in about your for ideas for the Bannered Mayor, we will probably be doing this again, hopefully quite a bit. Just uh, email us in your 
question for the ben- the Banner and Mare, something that would be really uh, thought provoking, if you will, that would really generate a good question. We'll use it. And Ivarwan, you want to read it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so Fred Hartley uh, on our Facebook site uh, wrote in this. While playing Skyrim for all these many hours, what would you say has been your biggest disappointment in the game? Also, what has been your biggest surprise in the game? And that comes to Fred from Facebook. This is a good question. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let our guest go first. (coughs) Oh, just (laughs) throw me right under the bus. Right Right there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, as far as biggest disappointment... um, played Oblivion, I've played a bunch of the Fallout games, so as far as like, oh, Bethesda's making great games, that's not up for discussion, but um, I guess uh, the whole inventory system so far has been a big disappointment, so I've been relying on mods to help with that so far, and uh, surprise? Uh, I don't know, I haven't really dealt a whole lot of the storylines so far, so I can't really say much about that. I've just been mainly roaming around. It's going to well, be actually kind of hard to answer the biggest surprise thing without spoiling too much. Yeah. Well, I mean, going going away from going away from you know story storyline. I mean, what what was one thing? I, I think what Fred's asking here is you know with with his surprise question is what was the biggest moment in the game where you went wow that was achieved in this game because aside from the story like there's there's got to be you know whether it's graphics or how the game runs or just the vast uh the vastness of the province in it in and of itself i mean uh, all those things are you know definitely you know something that could be wow worthy so you know like vector do you, can you like give us one thing that you thought when you got in game you're like oh like, that's amazing the first time you saw the dragon pop up, like the whole level of detail in the fight encounter where you're trying to get out of that uh, first city, I forget what it's called. In, in Helgen? Hell yeah. Yes. That and was definitely a wow. Tower, and, like the dragon busting through the walls. It was fun. What about you, Lou? Well, the first, well, my first oh wow moment was actually when I first got out of Helgen. Uh, obviously, it was dark. And then when I got to Whiterun for the first time, and it was daytime. And that's when I literally just stood back and panned myself out because I couldn't believe, you know, I think I mentioned this before, just how beautiful uh, the game looks. You know, and I'm running this game on two mid-range cards, you know, on my laptop, and yet this game, had, it just looks so, so amazingly detailed. And I was surprised at the quality of it. I, I, looked, I just stopped myself stop what I was doing and just pan around just to take it all in. You know, I was like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I wish I was on a higher end computer right now just to see just how much this game could uh, get better. Yeah. yeah it definitely took a screenshot to that, you know, because that, that's my oh wow moment. Yeah, that's that's that. definitely one thing that, that I noticed myself is just how, and I think everyone notices that too. I mean, it's just, the game is just absolutely gorgeous looking. Um, so... Yeah, I, I totally totally agree with, with you guys on that for sure. So Yeah, for my disappointment though, let's see, um it's it's kinda tough. Um but like Vector was saying, yeah, the inventory is a big is an issue for me. Along with, you know, organizing the uh, I guess the favorites. 
You know, it, it felt like yeah. to me it, it played like a, a, the way it was console setup as opposed to a PC type setup. Right. You know, I, mean, I, I understand Bethesda designed the game to run on all these platforms, but at least with the PC version, you know, maybe give the players there uh, more freedom. I get uh, more flexibility, I suppose, with the uh, with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and not you know, I'm not a programmer, not a coder, so I don't know how difficult. I'm sure it is a, a mountain to tackle, but uh, oh yeah, you know, I, I can imagine. You know, if you're going to give uh, PC players the freedom that they would expect, you know, built that in, you know, built that in the game for them. You know, give them that freedom or that ability, so to speak. I think uh, one of the biggest across the board. I think one of the biggest disappointments in the game is the UI. You know, you you jump into the game and it's just so advanced and and uh, flows you know very very well and it's, yeah, it's gorgeous. But you're right on that. The UI is very not user friendly. No, it's clunky. Yeah, it feels very clunky at times. Yeah. yeah. What, um, Vector about about the UI. Like, I mean, do you do you do you still have issues with the UI, or do you are you you know rolling quick with it now? Yeah, after a while, you get used to how it works. But the whole setup where you first start playing, and then like you've picked up a whole bunch of stuff, and then you have to go and try to find it. It's just, I don't know, it just doesn't work right. Yeah, for sure. True. Um, yeah, Joe, what about you, Joe? Are you still having trouble with it at all? No. Um, after I found out like how to hockey switch, mm-hmm. and I don't use magic, it's easier. When I was playing as a caster in the beginning of the game, it was getting to the point of frustrating me to where I nearly quit the game completely. Oh and yeah, I, because you've got all those spells in your in your hockey menu, and then at the same time, like you're, you're constantly hitting, you know, the the hotkey button, scrolling through, selecting this one, putting that in the left hand, putting the other one in the right hand, yep. or dual wielding them. Like it's just, yeah, I totally, yeah, absolutely. Until I figure out how to do the number keys, it was extremely frustrating. Navarro, <laughs> um, what about you on this question? Um, I would, you know, I would have to say like one of the big things for me was the UI as a, as a disappointment. Um, I think. I think another disappointment that I had was, you know how a, how a game can feel too open at times. You know, like they they try and make these games as as, as open as possible. I I definitely like I felt some of that, um, you know, coming in. Like I feel like you know they should they should lead you know give you some more direction as far as you know where where you have to go and. And what you have to do, and I think one way they could have done that was simply by by upgrading the map. I think the map was was a huge disappointment for me, which is why last week, like you know, I, I thought the um, the map mod would be you know something good to feature on the show because you know I myself, like I said, you know when I want to go to point A to point B, and for some reason I'm on a time crunch and I got to get there, like I just want to get there, you know, I right. don't want to have. To, so I think the map was was a huge disappointment for me too. Okay, Vector, how how did you how did you roll with the map? Did you did was it okay for you? Did you did you think it was like you know? Eh? It was difficult when you had to find something that was like on top of a mountain, and you find out that you're on the opposite side of the mountain. So yeah, I actually have that same map mod where it's got the roads built in. I've also got another one where it's got. Uh, the different cities, like, color-coded. 
So that way it makes your marks on the map actually a lot easier to find. So like if you don't have something actually um, discovered, it'll be a different color than one that you actually have. So that made it a lot easier to figure out where I had to go on the map. Yeah. I didn't have too many problems with the map. Not for a while. Until like what Vector just said, going up in the mountain areas. Sometimes I got a little frustrating, but in most cases I didn't have too many problems with it. It just felt like a normal MMO type style to me. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I think the biggest problem was what with me was what Vector said. You know, like you've got the like okay. You know when you first get the, the quest to go to High Rothgar? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you know, it's all the way to the top of that mountain. Yes. Yeah. I was coming from let's say the west side of that mountain. And mm-hmm. I was coming from White Run. I was going north up the uh the main road, and then I realized like, okay, I gotta, you know, head up this mountain here. I thought I could just go right up that mountain from from the, the west side. Nope. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I go clear around going from the east. Yeah, you got to go around that mountain. And it's it's a real pain because if you go up that west side, you're going to find I think um a giant encampment and you know, you're you're low level, so at least it's just <laughs> Oh, hi guys. I, I actually found that encampment. Yeah. <laughs> I just stood like on top of the rocks and just pelted them with arrows. Oh, I was supposed to go this way, right? I'm going to go that way. You guys just Sit down, have some fun, and enjoy your mammoth meat. I'll be going that way. I'll be going, yeah, me. <laughs> now I'm thinking, like, oh, there's a cave there, so I probably have to, like, sneak around these guys and get inside the cave, and there's probably, like, a, you know, a hidden entrance somewhere in the cave. So I go, and, you know, I go thinking that this is what needs to be done, and, I, you know, of course, I'm getting thrown into orbit. And, uh, play <laughs> My poor Nord looked like a rag doll getting, <laughs> getting toyed with by these, these giants. It's always amusing to get actually kill by that and just watch see how far you can go yeah <laughs> yeah i always enjoy that what about your surprise oh god um here's the thing Ed. there's just so many so many surprises uh you know the graphics was probably just you know number one for me because that's that's the one thing that that jumps out at you immediately but i i think the the way you level up was a surprise success to me. Okay. I'm, I'm so Mm. used to, you know, RPG players are, are used to, you know, killing something and then getting experience You kill something and get experience. You know, you kill a boss, you get a lot more experience, right? Yeah. That's not not the way this game plays. You have to, you can level up completely without ever getting into fights. Right. And it's all, it's all based on what you do, how, Right. How how successful are you at doing that thing you're doing right now? Is it, if it's lock picking, you're getting experience. If it's, you know, healing yourself, you're getting experience. Uh, blacksmithing, you're getting experience, and not necessarily sneaking around. Yeah, sneaking around, successfully uh, sneaking around. And I didn't think that would that would play as well as it does, because you know gamers tend to be they they tend to like things being fed to them. You know, we're 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 doing this because we want to be entertained. This is an entertainment medium. Entertain me. Feed it to me. Show it to me. Right. And this is very much a system where you have to 
find that that um, get up and go ness about you, and you have to get up and go do that thing and do it correctly before you can reap the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. And you have to think critically about it too. You know, you can't just you know, uh, be, you know, run up to something stupidly and then just, you know, attack the heck out of it and watch it die and then you'll get experience. No. Right. It's more like they, Bethesda gave you, um, gave you the map. Here are the pieces. Now they want you to put it together. You know, a lot of other players would like to just, well, where is it? And just give it to me, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Simple, simple interaction and boom, voila, it's done. Um, I think here, you know, the challenge has always been, you know, all the stuff is out there, but you have to go out there. You have to actively search for it. You have to actively pursue these goals and, you know, to experience the content and, and to reap the benefits of it. You, you can't just sit and craft all day. It's like, no, you've got to go out there, get the training, get the resources, and that involves a lot of adventuring, a lot of exploring. Yeah, and all the hazards that come with it. You can't yeah. just be a blacksmith staying in your town all day and just, you know, forging stuff. No. You know, they, they want you to go out there and experience it and... and I guess, earn that title or earn that skill, so to speak. Right. For me, I'm going to just cop out on all this. Ah. <laughs> ah. Um, my biggest disappointment, seriously, I mean, it's going to be no surprise to our listeners, but I'm dead serious about this. When I found the pirate quest, I got excited. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> but my biggest disappointment is the fact that you cannot join them. I looked everywhere tried everything i wanted to be a dang pirate and you can't so that was actually one of my biggest disappointments that and some of the different um major quests and how they end or some of the things along the way were disappointing to me um some of the quest chains not the really big ones but some of the lower ones really in flat it's like just, just done that's it yeah when, I, when I finished i was expecting a lot more after the the primary quest to happen around the world, like a lot more to change, mm-hmm. it didn't. So people started calling me something a little different. That was it. Hmm. It was disappointing. I expected yeah, no a lot more. No, right. No major spe- impact on the game. Yeah, I expected some kind of like fanfare or, or some kind of response, like all the women wooing at me and you know things like that. But <laughs> nothing of that happened. So it felt like my corset at him. For a brief period of time, it felt like I, I was let down. So yeah, that was my biggest disappointment so far in the game. Um, when it comes to the UI, I eventually got that handled. At first, it was a big disappointment. Um, yeah. And my biggest surprise to the game was the game itself. And what I mean by that is um, we were doing our other show, the Quest Gaming Podcast, and Ivarwin kept talking about this Skyrim game coming out. The, another, the next one of the Elder Scrolls. And I played Oblivion for a little bit before, and I was not, you know, entirely impressed. So I was kind of, yeah, whatever about it. And he got all excited when the release date came up, and he had the whole collector's edition pre-ordered, and we going to get it, and tweeting like mad that he got Skyrim the day it came out. And <laughs> I was just kind of like, yeah, awesome, great. And then about two days later, I was on Steam, and I saw Skyrim pop up. I was like, I'm going to check out the trailer. I, ch- I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, dear Lord, I have to have this. Which trailer did you see? The uh, the uh, in-game Dovahkiin fight? Mm, trailer? No, it was or a theatrical trailer. The live-action live commercial? One? I love that commercial. <sighs> yeah. So awesome. So I was just, like, hooked. Just by watching that commercial, I was hooked. 
I didn't know yeah. anything else about the game. I wanted it just by that. So I uh, went right on Steam, downloaded that, that mother right then and there, yeah. and I didn't stop since. I you know have, The whole game was a surprise to me. I never expected a game like this to be this good. It's 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 pretty it's something really special. <laughs> you know what's great about that commercial vector? What's that? You're watching all the chaos going on in the in the town, right? Yeah. And then then there's they show the hero and like a reluctant hero, he's he's standing there and all these people are running away and you know where the source of danger is because the the camera is showing you Everyone's running <laughs> yeah. away from that spot, and he's and scared. He's just walking right to it. Yep, and he just he just pulls out his sword and walks into danger when everyone's running out from it. And then the huge dragon lands, and he just so confidently stands there, defiant, ready to do his job. You guys should see my office. It like, is bring- literally loaded with dragon stuff everywhere. I am a dragon nut. So when I saw the dragon land in that, I was like, oh... <laughs> I want to pet it. <laughs> Can I have? <laughs> I want. <laughs> like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Oh, see, the CE version has a little dragon statue that came with it. So now I'm in game. I'm I'm bashing with my hammer, going, "Yeah, what now?" I, I that was my whole thing with that game, with this game, and I, I'm not gonna stop playing it anytime soon. I even if I have other games to play, I'm gonna be jumping into Skyrim for a few hours a week or more. Just to get my fix in, it's like I, it's like an addiction. I have to get in there. I have to play Skyrim. I have to progress my story further. Um, so yeah, any other last thoughts, guys, before we move on to our break? Vector, you uh, do you have anything you want to shout out, say hi to someone, or uh, you know, something you want to plug? Uh, no, not that I can really think of at the moment. Well, all right. Final thoughts, Vector, on any of this? Um, I'm actually kind of surprised it took them as long as they did. It's still not out, but the uh, the editing tool for uh skyrim ah yeah i noticed that that's true they said it would be out by uh, january we haven't seen it yeah yeah it's 11 days in so we've got about 20 more close to the heart think you know what how many days in january well it's the last day keep it on edge (laughs) because that guy i can't wait for that to come out (laughs) are you a modder vector no but i do love to experiment around with mods so i love to see what people come out with there's Ninja been some uh, pirate mods, folks. Yeah. Ninja pirate mods will be out soon. I'm making it. Yeah. <laughs> when you uh, you hear our second mod suggestion in the crafting table today, you're definitely going to see how crazy some of these th- things can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've actually got Skyrim Nexus pulled up on another tab. Yeah, I'm looking at it too. <laughs> all right, I'm going guys. All over the place right now. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and move on to our break. And today's break is brought to us from Maluka in her new song. Luca uh, wrote in and uh, gave us the uh, extra permission. She's she's such a sweetheart, guys. She really is. She's she's a real honest, honest, nice person. And uh, she let Joe uh, put this song on for us. The name of the song is Age of Aggression. It's performed by Maluka, and I believe it was written by Bethesda, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. So yes. do credit to them. Enjoy the song, and we'll be right back. Drink to our youth for the days come and gone For the age of aggression is just about done 
We'll drive out the storm cloaks and restore what we own. With our blood and our steel, we will take back our home. Down with Alfred, the killer of kings. On the day of your death, we will drink and we'll sing. We're the children of Skyrim, and we fight all our lives. And when Southern Guard beckons, every one of us dies. But this land is ours, and we'll see it wiped clean of the scourge that has sullied our hopes and our dreams. Welcome back, and we are in the crafting table, mods and other game enhancements. We have two more mods for you guys, one that's really off the wall and goofy, and one that looks very interesting. Um, the first one is a graphic mod, Evarwin. Yep, hot off the uh, crafting table, guys. I just banged my thumb several times putting this one together. <laughs> <laughs> it's now about six times his normal size, and blue. Yes, and throbbing. Um... <laughs> So this one is called Confident ENB, a realistic ENB profile. Uh, what ENB means, I have no idea because I don't, I don't put video games together. However, what I can say is, if you know the show's history, our you know five episode history so far, uh, <laughs> you you know that I don't really feature mods on the show that are graphic related. And the reason for it is because I haven't been knocked out by the graphic enhancement that some of these mods, you know, put out. There was the one thereof. Right. I mean, you know, they're they're okay. It is an improvement, but I mean, if I have to squint and like zoom in the screenshot to see the improvement, like, you know what? It's not worth it. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna roll it out. I'm not gonna put it on the show. It's just it's a minor improvement, it's not that great. This one, wow. Wow. Unbelievable. The graphic enhancing mod uh, gives Skyrim a near photo realistic look. I mean, the, the game is beautiful as it is. You attach this thing to to the game, and let me tell you, it's it's like looking it's like looking at a, an HD version of the game. It it's just it's amazing. The I thought the game already looked like that. <laughs> What's that? The game already looked like that to me. This is going to take it further. The, yeah. Oh, it takes it a lot further. The um, when you when you running around in the game, 
like the grass looks, if you really look at the grass, it looks like a texture. It's a nice looking texture, but it looks like a texture. Mm -hmm. When you, when you install this, it actually looks like individual blades of grass. Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, um, it's, it's very high, high detailed. Um, you know, the, the sunlight is very bright. The, you know, nighttime and dungeons are, are dark very little bloom but has natural colors and contrasts so everything just naturally pops out at you awesome so yeah i would definitely recommend at least going to um you know go to skyrimnexus.com to get this uh to get this mod again it's called confident enb a realistic enb profile uh take a look at the screenshots and let the screenshots uh speak for themselves uh apparently the modder who created this has done um a lot of modding work on other Elder Scrolls games and uh, is is very well known for for what what he or she does. So, well, my big question is, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be asking the same question: is will it slow down the game further? I, that was my question as well, and I I looked at the review that that was up on there for it, and it doesn't. That'd be um, to improve a game with um, graphics like that. It's always a memory hog. Unless they mm. figure out a way of doing it to compress it where it's not, but that person, I'm guaranteeing you that some people will experience slowdown with this. If you're already having issues running the game as it is on your PC, and it is running a little slow, this mod probably will bring you down further. But if you have a nice, powerful computer that's running the game just fine, it probably won't be more than maybe two frames a second drop. See, that's that's what I thought, but the it's saying that it... it um... It makes these what's already in the game. It just makes it more vibrant, and mm-hmm. adds, you know, it it increases. It seems like it increases the the uh, graphical interface in in some way that's not too taxing on the system. I, I, I would I, I guess maybe err on the side of caution um, before you download it, like anything else. But it looked it looked pretty. Yeah, give okay it a shot. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And let us know if you guys are running this mod and you, if you did experience slowdown, let us know. And uh, we'll bring it up next episode. If not, and everything's running smoothly, then hey, awesome. Perfect. Our next mod is a little bit of a, well, not a little bit, it's a majorly goofy mod. <laughs> you want to bring this one up, Avarwin, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really what I wanted to do was direct everyone's attention to um, Bethesda's blog, because they've got the video up on this. And if you see the video, it's it's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> That's at uh, bethblog.com? Yes, yes, bethblog.com. What this does is it turns all the dragons in the game into a <laughs> into uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Complete oh. with the pink hat and shades and all. <laughs> Modders, you need to turn all dragons into uh, um, Chuck Norris. And it's not just, it's not just like the, <laughs> it's not just the visual effect either. Oh, oh. They, I'm sorry to interrupt they, again, but make him all Chuck Norris and have the fire come out of his beard. <laughs> fire beard. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the, the video is of the, the cinematic in Helgen when they put you on the block and you see the, uh, the, the, the dragon come down. And you know how you you hear the dragon roaring in the distance, and everyone's like, "Oh, what was that?" And they're like, "Ah, get on with it anyway." And then they put your your head down on the block. Instead of hearing the dragon roar, like you hear Randy Savage in the distance. <laughs> 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 oh 
yeah. <laughs> this is the best part. This is the best part. He <laughs> this ridiculous thing. <laughs> it looks like you know Randy Savage, all contorted to look like a dragon. <laughs> he lands on the tower, and when he does that shout, he goes, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, you know, download it if you want, but download it or not, go to go to bethblog.com. And just um, watch it. And just watch it, because this video, I was, I swear, I was crying when I saw this thing. It's hysterical. <laughs> and then, of course, the, the music in the background, they, they've they got that dragon music that, that always plays. They changed that, too, and now it's like, you know, some, some random disco music. <laughs> probably it's like old wrestling intro music. I was about to say, probably old WWE music in the yeah. background. So it's, it's, it's definitely something. If, um... If you don't want to go to Beth blog, I mean, you can always just, you know, Google it. Just type in, you know, uh, Macho Man uh, mod video and something will pop up. It's it's all over the Internet. I checked a lot of different sites. It's on YouTube and just the Internet in general. So I saw it first on Beth blog, but you can get it anywhere else. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Disco Inferno. <laughs> that's that's absolutely just awesome. So that's it. There, There you go. Macho Macho Dragons Mod is is the name of it. Sweet. We have a lot of emails to go over again. A lot of emails did not make it in the show today. As much as we wanted to, again, it would have made a two-hour episode um, on emails alone. So uh, let's get into them, guys. Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. And welcome to the town square. Disco yes. Inferno! Burn, baby, burn. baby, burn. You guys were just like, what, planning that in the background? <laughs> what the heck? Actually, yeah, I was. I did pull it up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I admit, I did. <laughs> Down, mistress. It's okay. Um, <laughs> our first email from Ethan. Hey, Varwin, will you guys keep doing Skyrim podcasts or will you just do the Old Republic podcast? I like to say that we were going to definitely continue doing Skyrim off the record. Skyrim off the record has no plans of stopping anytime soon. We still feel like we're just scratching the surface of the show. And so don't worry about it. The Old Republic podcast, which is Star Wars off the record, will be actually just addition in addition to Skyrim off the record as part of the, the Quest Network. So now you get two off the record shows. Yeah, we're going to keep doing Skyrim off the record for as long as you guys keep listening. As long as we're, you know, as long as we have an audience, we're going to serve them. And um, we, we have, as you can see today, you know, the uh, creative juices in this show are still flowing. I mean, we, re- we released, you know, out of nowhere, a new segment. So no worries, guys. You like this show, we're keep gonna, we're going to keep doing it. And we'll find something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Even if I have to log into Skyrim two hours a week, a year from now, <laughs> just, who knows? Um, but yeah, we when we first originally came up with the show, we figured it would be a short-term project due to the nature of the game. But as it turns out, that's not the case. It turned into a very, very much a long-term project. So, um, so keep looking for Skyrim off the record. We'll get them out there every week to you guys. Our next email, Lou. All right. Our next email comes from. Let's see if I hope I pronounce this correctly. Um, Iwan uh, Gabler. Why well, I think I sent it to you. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> Yoshi says, I just want to tell you all that your podcast is great. I often listen to it whilst I'm playing Skyrim. DLC, I would love to see more features involving the Dwemer. For example, it would be great to be able to craft dwarven constructs to fill the role of a dog. <laughs> you know, I keep on hearing about having a dog companion. I keep looking for him. I can't find him. Do you guys know anything about this? No, that's the first I'm hearing about. You could have a dog companion? Yeah, I've heard of... I know, because if you get really high, one of the most OP way of doing things in this game, besides being a two-handed BA like, you know, Joe Witcher Wilson, is, um... No, no, no. <laughs> no, Joe. You've got a new name now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Slaughterhouse. <laughs> and once is, I remember uh, it, I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> It's where if you go high into the conjuring sk- skill, you can have your conjuring companion. You can have a comp- you can have a follower. You can have a dog. You can basically have an army with you, and send them into a dungeon to kill everything. So there's a way of having a dog. I know of of, of a dog that starts a quest that talks to you, but I never found a way that. Y- Oh, you know what? I just thought of what you could do it. Hold on a second, Joe. The dogs are talking to you now? I just figured out there's a dog outside of one of the towns over by the uh, the Dark Brotherhood Sanctuary uh-huh. that starts a danger quest. Now, uh-huh. one oh. of the people in the town gives you a item to give to this stray dog. Hold on hold on one second, Joe. Mm-hmm. Lou, do you realize, you realize with this scenario Joe's given us right now, we are a Beatles album away from another Manson family? Yes. Yes, we are. Okay, I just want to put the... All right, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> it's out there. Yes, it's been noted. Okay, so go ahead, Joe. Okay. The dog's talking to Joe now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, this dog talks. I'm thinking that... So what I did is I just talked to the dog and went and helped him on this quest. It's a danger quest. What... I'm thinking maybe it's if you give that dog that item from the town, you don't get to do the danger quest, but you get that dog as a companion, maybe? I don't know. Anyone oh. do this before? <clears throat> yeah. Has anyone tried it out? Because right, now I'm actually curious to go try it out. Yeah. Any listeners out there, just uh, send us in, and if you guys have gotten a dog as a companion, let us know how you did it. That's right. We'll put it on the show next week. That, that's all right, Joe. We need another excuse to get twenty, you know, twenty to forty more emails <laughs> yeah. Yeah, about, about this. <laughs> Sorry, Harlan. Didn't mean to make your job harder. No, 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 no. no. Oh, it's fine. (laughs) Bring him on, guys. Bring him on. Bring him on. Bring him on. All righty. Well, I sidetracked him from this email completely here. Yeah, the Dwemer, we've we've gotten a lot of responses. I mean, more than anything else, people want to see something involving the Dwemer, especially with them being able to construct something like their their companions or like the the spiders you see in their ruins and those other dudes. And there's one construct, I forgot what they call it, but he's a pain, like a boss type. You find him, Ivarwin, on your way into Blackreach. Right before you go into Blackreach, when you get past the Dwemer ruins, there's this giant construct you have to fight and kill. I want him as my companion. Is it the Steam Sentinels? It might be the (laughs) Steam Sentinels. That was from Stag in uh, Stag's Menu UK in the chat room. Yeah, did we lose Ivarwin? Uh, only momentarily. There's apparently some construction going on outside my window, so I had to oh, make sure okay. it didn't. So I'm sorry about that. <clears throat> um, but apparently, Mistress is saying that that uh, back on the uh, the dog topic. That no, you you can't. That the dog just runs off. Yeah, that's why I said we need to find out where you get a dog. Because I want a dog. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully, if uh, Yuan Gebler here gets his his wish, you'll be making 
I like this idea. I, I like it yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. There's many listeners have brought in different ways of, of doing Dwemer type of DLC. I think all of them are valid. Some of them are a little bit goofy, off the wall, but you never know. I mean, it's his Bethesda. Um, <laughs> Build my own Macho Man Dwemer. The one <clears> thing <throat> that... <laughs> The one thing that concerns me about this one, though, is it might make the um, the spell uh, for the dog useless. Mm. So you know, I'm like, maybe if they if they decided to go with with a craftable type of you know companion thing, like maybe they can you know buff the spell in some way, like maybe keep the spell as like a, like a permanent dog. Instead of having it, you know, have a timer on it. So. Oh, okay. Um, JB in the chat room is saying there's a dog trainer outside of Marquette. And apparently mm-hmm. he sells dog um, war dogs for 500 gold a pop. But he said the one that he bought um, died on the first fight. Hmm. So, no need for the emails. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, like the Mabari Warhound in, in, uh, in Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, just tanks. keep on sending your DLC ideas and all that good, those good emails, thoughts on the show, you name it. We love hearing from you guys. It actually makes our week a lot more entertaining. Um, this next email, I'm going to let Ivarwin read because I'm going to go ballistic on this guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> For personal reasons, Joe cannot take this one. <laughs> it's too close to home. <laughs> Poor Sether119. <laughs> this comes from our friend Sether119, uh, and he says, I like Joe's idea of a pirate-themed DLC. But I think including gunpowder would kind of shatter what Elder Scrolls has been built upon. All right, Sorry. stop right there. Stop okay. right there. Stop the oh, phones. Dear. How do oh, you know what Skyrim was built upon? Are you were for Bethesda? Do you make the story? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's in addition, <laughs> not to what it was based on right now, but in addition to the game, something new, exciting. All right, I'm done. so he goes on to say if sailing was incorporated with with randomly generated islands and merchant slash raider ships would be great such as disney's interactive pirates online mmo oh no please no it it could involve quests for pirates guild smugglers guild east empire company just something to think about well that last part yeah i agree with yeah and that was from Seller 119. Sorry, you've already wanted me to cut you off there. Nope, 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 no. It's okay. No, and all honestly, this is a good email. And I kind of, well, not really, I can't lie. I don't see where he's coming from on the first part of that. But, um, <laughs> 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 yeah, I like the, like I said before, I like the idea of selling, having your own pirate ship and, and that kind of thing. Um, and you can't have pirates without flintlocks. Come on, you just can't. I think in the beginning part here, I think what he's saying is there, you know, uh, Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls is a world based on, you know, martial weapon and manual, you know, manual attack fighting style. And that if they integrated, you know, range weapons. Now, let's take out bows because it kind of shatters the Elder Scrolls. Well, no, no, that if <laughs> if you add in like a, a gun to that whole mix, like, I mean, you have to admit, like, you know, guns and, and gunpowder certainly came, you know, uh, much further in, in warfare technology. Well, I'm not saying pull out an M60 and gun everything down. <laughs> 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 right. 
right. Battlefield Free <laughs> Skyrim Edition. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joe's not asking for that. Come here, dragon. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joe wants to get the gun for arrows. Oh. I'm just saying, this is just, like I said, my idea is like a flintlock is, is very, very slow to, lo- to load. Okay, they had when the world of martial, it was like martial warfare still, people did have the flintlocks. They came in, you know, a long, long, long time ago. But they're only one shot. That's their drown- That's their downfall. You have to, you have one shot that's highly inaccurate, mind you, and then you have to sit there and reload the stupid thing. And they don't have much of a range. So that was how you would be able to gimp it and still keep it going in the early stages of this, right. you know? So it really doesn't impede on what the, the combat is in Elder Scrolls. <sighs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Any All other right. thoughts on this, guys? Well, I mean, I could definitely see if they wanted to do something kind of like kind of like the old, the old Musketeer route. Where, yes, they're proficient with the enclosed fighting weapons, the sword, the rapier, um, dagger, that sort of thing. But they also have the option. They've also been trained and skilled with, you know, basic flintlock weapons. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Joe, have a one-shot deal. You know, you can probably open up with like a flintlock rifle or a flintlock pistol attack, and then that's it. You know, for the duration of the fight, and you have you're to pretty be much close. stuck with. Yeah, and you you're stuck with the melee weapons because yeah, that, that is your one. Oh, your oh, one that's a good deal. Idea. I can imagine a lot of damage. I can imagine <laughs> finding a blunderbuss, you know, one of those hand cannons. Your guy pulling that thing out, boom, <laughs> and just knocking him on his butt. So that should get back up again. <laughs> they could, they could do something. Where, see, like I, I kind of see both, both opinions on this one. Um, I see where, where Souther is saying like it wouldn't fit, and then at the same time, Joe, like I could see where you're saying it would fit because you know, let's let's face it, like a, a flint lot mechanism type of you know, uh, ranged weaponry is not too far and away from, you know, the, the weapons that these guys are using already. I mean, I could see it, you know, it it is progression. Yes, absolutely. You know, I mean, you know, Skyrim and, uh, Elder Scrolls is not, you know, like, you know, Star Wars where, you know, they just, for some reason don't progress their, their technology anymore. Like it does, technology does progress in, in the Elder Scrolls. And, you know, I could see, you know, download content for this game starting to, you know, bring that in a little bit. I think where this would be, though, if they actually did decide to, you know, okay, let's let's bring in, you know, like a, you know, some kind of a gun like that. I think you could find it in um, the, the Dwimmer technology. You know, they got yeah. so far in their society where, I mean, let's face it, they're making automaton you know, robots. Well, I shouldn't say automaton because they are programmed. But they're making robots. Like, they found a way to make robots fit in Skyrim. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean... So this wouldn't be too far of a stretch to actually incorporate Flintlock technology into the game itself. Because you already have a race that's that's constructing, you know, autonomous beings, so to speak, uh, you know, from other materials and letting them loose. You know, then why not allow them also to create or discover the technology to make uh, those simple range weapons you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and no one's brought up the fact that you know like what's what's robots doing in skyrim it doesn't fit they, no I, I didn't even actually think about it until just now to be right. honest it, i didn't consider them as robots totally felt right. natural right so it's easily more can be incorporated like, this isn't right. it's just a, it's, a, it's its own world who says it has to follow our history 
Exactly. Well, yeah, but you don't want to make it feel alien either. You know, if it's out of place, like we it already always... does. Dragons, seriously. <laughs> I see. I see dragons everywhere I go. Like... Yes. <laughs> All right. Good point. You don't have one in well, your backyard right now. <laughs> I'm going to start this this week. The email okay. of the week is going to go to Seth or one one nine because it it did really provoke a really good conversation. <laughs> it did. It did. So that goes to you, buddy. That was a, a good email. You know, you called me out. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, out. right. Our next email is from Chris, and he says a character respect quest is something he, I believe, is something you like to see. Yeah, a journey into oneself. Basically, we put a lot of time into our character. So, what if you picked some perks that don't really go with your character now, and you want to change them? Um, maybe you would rather go light or heavy armor. Not a quest to change your race. Just some choices that you made on how you spend your points. Maybe a level 50 requirement to start the quest chain. He's basically saying he would like to see some way of respecting your character at later levels. Like, I would love that idea, especially with my main character, who I made a lot of wrong choices early on. So at least half the points are where I don't want them. They were misspent. So I had to actually re-roll to make a new character to start putting points where I wanted them. I uh, I totally think this is this is a great idea. I mean, you could play with this with the time travel thing. You can play with this with with magic being in the game. I mean, there's there's a lot of ways you can make this work. What do you think, Lou? Well, I really would like to see an option. Maybe not an end game. Maybe make it available at any stage in the game, uh, where if you think you've made the wrong choices, or you maybe uh, like with myself, my my alts. You know, maybe you want to experiment with a different part. Of the game by uh, trying a different style or approach, yeah, you can go back to the train saying, you know what, I, I don't want to learn this anymore, Master. Um, I'm going to go to this guy now and learn from him or her because I think this is the style or this is the approach I want to take. Um, and yeah, incorporating a quest, a series of quests to yeah, wait, unlock actually, it, maybe. Wait, that, that would be pretty nice. You know, well, you can do getting it, you know, a new Master. There are trainers all over Skyrim that will train you in different areas. Light armor, mm-hmm. heavy armor, magic, you name it. What if they gave them the ability to reset that one skill tree? Just the one skill tree. So say like I was, I put a whole bunch of points of destruction magic early on. I want those points back, but all the other points that I have in my other trees, I want to keep. Yeah. So I can just take those out, get those points back, and I can put them where I want them now. And that's but not too far off of a realistic mark either. I mean, you know, Joe, you're you're a master martial artist. You know everything about, you know, training in one particular fighting style and then retraining and relearning your your body movements and how your your body coordinates in order to fight offensively in a totally different manner like right. you can definitely do this yes definitely can be done and it's something oh, yeah. that we highly recommend bethesda does do chris great email thank you for your thoughts uh lewis get the next one all right our next email comes from kw garrison there's one thing not in skyrim that really bothers me a night vision potion or spell Oblivion had them, and it is really annoying not having one. You shouldn't have to be a Kaji to have the ability. Could be a DLC thing, but it seems it's something they just forgot about. Keep it up. That's just a bunch of Khajiit. Um, Ivarwin? Now you beat me to it. <laughs> I got you. Ivarwin actually emailed him back. and What did you say, sir? Um, I, I told him that, uh, the, there is a mage light spell in the game, um, which, you know, everyone knows about, um, or at least, you know, I think everyone does know about at this point, uh, that kind of takes care of this a little bit, but it's, it's a stationary light and it only lights up the area for a little while. Um, a night vision potion would definitely be 
something that could work in a different way because you know wherever you, you bang out the potion all right wherever you walk for a limited amount of time anyway like you would be able to see in the dark and it would be it would work totally differently than than a mage light spell so i mean i like i like kw garrison's idea on this and um i think he's he's definitely on to something we should i would love to see a you know a potion where you know you can see in the dark yeah because it's not really not really well i won't say fair but you know you shouldn't handicap or cripple the other races in the dark so to speak you know because uh of an ability like that you know yeah mm-hmm. and i don't think it would nerf the mage light spell or or you know diminish its usefulness either i mean what if you don't have the potions you right. know, how, how many times have you been in a situation where you've got restoration magic on you but you've run out of you know, health potion. You know, I mean, you just go, go go use the magic version of that. So exactly. You know, well, there's a lot of ways it can make it work. You, you know, could maybe even you don't want to have it. Oh, you can even do it like me and be colorblind and not have to worry about not being able to see anything all the time because I see everything. I don't. I've never seen anything in this game yet, or in most games really, where it's too dark I can't see anything, or too dark I, I have any trouble seeing at all because the way my eyes work. <laughs> is that is that seriously because you're colorblind? <laughs> yep. Because I don't see, I don't see half of the color wow. spectrum, so, wow, it uh, it looks a lot brighter to me than everyone else. So, that's one way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and yeah, instead of uh, right, that's interesting. I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't recommend doing that. <laughs> yeah, things you learn listening to Skyrim OTR, guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe a future DLC they could probably just incorporate that. Maybe just a patch. You know, give it, uh, put it out there. Mm. To where an alchemy recipe that's out there now available that uh, for all those other races that can't see in the dark other than Khajiit, you know, you have the ability now where you don't have to rely on the Mage Light spell, but you mm-hmm. can just whip out a potion you need be. And maybe you don't want to have that Mage Light spell, I guess, prepped as ability, but you'd rather just use that for something else, you know, just make it easier, more convenient. Thanks a lot, Garrison, for the email. Uh, I believe it's Evarwin's turn. All right, this next one comes from Henry Scott, and Henry asks us three questions. And he says, I've got a few questions for the show. Number one, what's your favorite quest ending? Example, the Potima summoning quest. Uh, Okay, number two, uh, what's the highest armor and damage values you've managed to make? And number three, do you prefer the look of Daedric armor or the dragon ones? Uh, Let's see. Number two, I don't have an opinion on. Uh, Henry, because I don't really manage my, you know, I don't really look at the numbers on this, and I don't even, I don't even know of a way where you could. Um, I just know that when I swing my weapon, it does damage, and I just know that if I do enough damage, the thing dies. And sometimes it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I swing, it drops. Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, I pick well, things up and put them down. <laughs> my legendary ebony chest piece is 146 armor value. Which is extremely high. Um, my two-handed mace, the Volan, is I believe I have it with the improvements on it. It's up to 96 damage. Oh God! <laughs> so it's a beast, a huge yeah. beast. That was the highest I've done. Uh, I had a bow on my other character, an ebony bow that was enchanted and improved. Well, I didn't improve it, but it was enchanted, and it was 113 plus all my. Uh, um, Bonuses from my gear as well, so it was it was about 100. It was 113 on it, 
So it, it was a one-shot kill in most things. Okay. As for my favorite quest ending so far, probably the Dark Brotherhood. That still is one of my favorites by far. Um, it throws you for a loop. It, And I just love the way it ends. It, I really do. Um, that one's my favorite so far. And That's... for question three, I'm sorry, I definitely prefer the look of Dragon Armor. I think it looks pretty sweet. Yeah, Dragon Armor looks really sick. cool, but honestly, so far, guys, I hate to say this, but the Ebony Armor, it looks insane on my guy. It just does. <laughs> it just <laughs> looks like I'm a Dark Knight who is going to come over there and own you. Own you. All right, Lou. Again, uh, with the ROM, I don't have a uh, opinion for number two, because I really don't look <laughs> at that <laughs> at the moment. Um, I'm just too busy, uh, I guess, just enjoying the game, just running through the quests itself to actually sit back and take note of that. And for three, yeah, Dragon Armor. Come on, looks sick. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm working on my smithing just to get to be able to make that stuff because I have tons of scales and bones sitting in my home just going to waste while I'm leveling up my uh, my smithing skill. And let's see, favorite quest ending. Gosh. Um, don't say I have one at the moment. I mean, nothing, they've all been really good. I like them all, but nothing really stands on my mind yet at the moment. Because uh, I guess I'm not as far progressing the game as uh, a lot of our listeners are, and especially you, Joe. So, yeah, you know, I'm holding out. I'm going to hold my opinion on that yet, for now. So I got more, uh, more, more storyline. Fair enough. Um, favorite quest ending, uh, Henry. I got to say, so far, I got to say the um, the mage quest line. I thought that was that was pretty awesome. And I'm going to go with uh, dragon armor. I, I saw I don't have any of the, the, the armor pieces yet, so I don't know what it looks like on my characters, but I can say like I've seen you know pictures of these things on the internet and the, the dragon armor is really <laughs> awesome looking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's pretty cool. Another email to do is and thanks Henry for that email. It's from Ben Powers. Hey, I'm just going to clarify my email last week about the mask. Because I would like to hear your thoughts on it. Okay, there is a mask you can find in Skyrim that will take you back in time if you wear it in a certain room. He goes on to say, It would be pretty awesome if that mask could take you back in time in any Nordic Dwemer ruin just to see what it was like back then. Um, I actually think this idea is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to just go into a room, like you see a really cool room in Dwemer ruins, and you really want to, and you just put that mask on, and it just shows you a scene. Of what that room was like when it was active. Yeah, could and definitely add true. a lot to the lore, and maybe it can even show you where uh, the the Dwimmer uh, flintlock uh, guns were ha- kept. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> was a lost plans. Like, look, guys, I had a good idea. Look at it. Oh, tragedy strikes. <laughs> ah, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> the plans go away. <laughs> I'm I'm showing my I'm showing the chat room my guy in his ebony armor right now. That. It's just sexy. Come on. You can't go wrong. <laughs> what, uh, what are your thoughts on this one, uh, Lou? Well, yeah, I would definitely like to see that. Um, I think it would add a lot to uh, the storyline, like seeing different, again, introducing different perspectives. Like maybe incorporate that too on uh, maybe the Imperial and the Stormcloak line. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to these ruins or you see these these areas and you get to see it like back in the day it's heyday you know or maybe offer you clues in your quest saying all right you know if you would think about joining the imperials well this is an old imperial campsite this is what happened here all those years ago 
that may or may not influence you to one side or the other. You know, I could see that as a uh, as a possibility of using that that mask or something right. like that mask. You know. Yeah. Okay. Especially with uh, hey, heck, maybe even finding out more about the Falmore. You know. Oh Getting yeah. More glimpses, more clues about them and everything else. When you, yeah, one thing's for sure. Like, if you start tinkering around with the idea of time travel, even if it's just a smidgen of it, I mean, you start opening up a heck of a lot of storylines and, you know, uh, lore options. And yeah, yeah, there's a I lot think, that can be done. Yeah, especially with the dragons. You know, why are the dragons the way they are now? I think that would be a great idea. Go back in time and see the dragons in their prime. Hmm. Before it became all, I guess, all spread out and scattered and... and you know what brought them to way their manners now? Like, why are they acting this way? Yeah, you know, what's their motivation, or just seeing them in their heyday? I think that'd be great. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. that's a great idea, Ben. And uh, keep them coming, guys. We love seeing all these emails. Again, thank you for all who uh, emailed into us. We have a couple of shout-outs for the people who did not make it on the show for their emails. Um, I'm gonna let Lou read these. Okay, shout-outs. Hang on one second. Looking at. Nathaniel, hope I'm pronouncing that right, way it's spelled. Nathaniel, uh, Tom, C Code Monkey, <laughs> <laughs> Schaefer Hess, Aiden Hunter, Stephen Hoffman, uh, Josh Rab, Skalm, sounds like a good Nordic name there, Jack Dutt24, Chase Leadham, Dustin, David Baker, the true High King. Hail David Baker. Hail to Baker, <laughs> the High King. <clears throat> and Greg Token Gannon. Greg Token Gannon. <laughs> now, which token are we talking about here? <laughs> Not too sure on that one. <laughs> yeah. And we have our five star review shout outs to go through. Absolutely. Um, Bildo626, Seize the Carp, Schaefer79, these are all US, by the way, Thaddeus. Dude, man, guy. <laughs> Dude. Buck Diesel, Brandon R, Rinvan, the Blade of Grass, Scooter McFly, Deep Fried Whale, Sean Rush, Jill Corwin, Poofy Coda, Vood King, Ethan, aka Dreamcusher Five Hundred, DDF Baker, Illuminatuson. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, what was that? Illuminatson. Illuminatson. Bryce Miller. Lil Pete, 34. Rage Heat. <laughs> Get ready for this one. Get ready. Prep for it. <laughs> Bunghole, 556. <laughs> Forum, 42087. Lou, get and, the rest uh, of them. And from Canada. We have Skymark the Record Fanboy. Yay! Record yeah! <laughs> and from the UK, Ryan Stainsby, Ninja Ninja Guy, Contrem00, The App Pimp, Sean the Irish, must be his island. <laughs> <laughs> it's my <laughs> island. <laughs> He's Moosh95. Sky's the rim. <laughs> Sorry. I. I killed the Dark Brotherhood just for Joe. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And from Australia, JMZ. And Mr. 
And folks, I'm not exaggerating. It really is spelled that way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is. We're just calling him Mr. Bean for short. Uh, for our final thoughts, I really hope that everyone enjoyed the new segment. And we'd like to thank Victor for coming on and joining us today as well. And Maluka, very much thank you for letting us use your song on the show today as well. Uh, Varwin. Uh, yeah, final thoughts. Um, Skuma's bad for you, for real, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Skyrim PSA for the day, folks. Don't do it. Just say no to the Skuma. No, no to Skuma. <laughs> no? Oh. Final thoughts for me? Oh, I, I can't wait to try that Macho Man mod now. <laughs> I mean, I, I just pulling the video, uh, I'm trying not to meet myself, so I'm not, you know, laughing in everyone's ear, but yeah, definitely going to try that out. <laughs> As he must have. Just, oh, yeah. for, just for giggles! Just to see the dragon do that. That's right. And, and, uh, and thanks again to Vector for coming on. And yes, uh, pirates are a good idea. Flintlocks are a good idea. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying, Joe will not waver. That's his rock. <laughs> damn it. I'm sticking to my gun good. here. I flip my gun, damn it. Alright, how to reach us? You can reach us at skyrimoffthorecord.wordpress.com. Our main website where you can find out everything you know about us, our shows, all the extra little info that we like to post up here and there, as well as how to contact us through our email, Twitter, you name it. But if you don't want to go to our website, you can email us at skyrimofftherecord at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter at, at skyrimotr. Again, at skyrimotr. I can be found at author J.R. Wilson, Evarwin, at E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. And Lewis at GamerGuy11B. And Skyrim Off the Record is a Quest Network production. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I would just like to say, Fusra you all next week. Take care, guys. Be safe. Take care, everyone. Have a great week. See you all next week. Maybe after this, guys, we can get some beers. <laughs> some <Sweet>. beers? <laughs> We need to get started. People were complaining about our Nord voices. <laughs> yes. What do you mean complaining? <laughs> Apparently they say we sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nord. Yeah, what do they much know? like him. That, that milk-drinking imperial. Yo, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I do. Go ahead. I have to admit, People of Camriel, listen to me now. Hear me later. He I is, hear Viking. He is a sexy Nord. He was, until he got fat when he became a Jarl. <laughs> <laughs> it started dingling with the house car. Aye. Tell me something got that. <laughs> Damn those Jarls. <laughs> I got tears in my eyes. <laughs> Wait at home. I'll have something for you to do later. <laughs> you, my room 10. You, my room 11. Bring a friend. You, taking breakfast. Who's <laughs> <laughs>